Dear friends, welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Kisisa and nestled in this parsha is perhaps one of the most incredible and overwhelmingly dramatic stories of the entire Torah. A story which forever changed the trajectory of our people. The Chet Egel, the sin of the golden calf. We know the story. Moshe Rabbeinu goes up to Har Sinai. Moshe Rabbeinu ascends Har Sinai in order to literally bring down the Torah, bring down the Luchos from the Ribbon of Shalom and give them to Klal Yisrael. And through a miscalculation, Klal Yisrael thought that it was day number 40. In fact, it was day number 39. And Klal Yisrael, again, assuming the worst, that Moshe Rabbeinu had died. They felt leaderless, they felt rudderless, and they panicked. And as a result of that panic, they built the golden calf. Whether the golden calf was a form of idolatry or whether the golden calf was just supposed to be another leader, not really material to our conversation, but nevertheless, the mistake was dramatic. The mistake was dramatic. The mistake was, the mistake was tragic. And the mistake fundamentally ruptured the relationship between Achash Baruch and Cloud Yisrael. And in a moment, in, a, in an experience that was supposed to be a Banya experience, the entire essence of Matan Torah, the entire essence of Sinaitic revelation was to create a bond between HaKadosh Baruch and Klal Yisrael and Nachman al-Islam, at least for that little bit of time after the golden calf was built. There was such a split, there was such a rupture, there was such negativity, there was such hurt, there was such pain. But the Lubavitcher Rebbe, Zechitzadeh makes an amazing observation. The Rebbe says, quoting on the Pasuk, this is Paraklam and Aleph Pasuk Yudchash, chapter 31, verse 18. Vayitain el Moshe, kechalos oladaber ito bahar sinai, shnei luchos haedos, luchos even ksuvim be'etzba elokim. So the Rebbe says, the Pasuk says, that Vayitain el Moshe, the Shparuch literally again gave the tablets, gave the Torah to Moshe Rabbeinu, when he finished speaking to Moshe on Har Sinai, two stone tablets, the tablets of testimony, written and literally written by a Kaddish Baruch Hu. Beautiful. So the Rebbe makes the following observation. The Rebbe says, let's get this straight. When is this Pasuk taking place? This Pasuk is taking place on day 40. Because remember again, this was the culmination of Moshe Rabbeinu's 40 days sojourn on the top of Har Sinai. So he was with HaKadosh Baruch for the last 40 days. HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives him the luchos, inscribed, again, written by the very by the very hand of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, of course, anthropomorphic in nature. But Moshe Rabbeinu has it. This is day number 40. Terev says, but one second, let's go back on the timeline for just a second. When did Kalal Yisrael build the golden calf? They built the golden calf on day 39. Right, because remember, they got all mixed up. They thought day 39 was day 40. Remember again, Moshe Rabbeinu said, I'm going to be gone for 40 days. But Moshe Rabbeinu meant 40 complete days. So really, they were supposed to start counting from the next day. Not the day that Moshe ascended, but the following day was day one. They counted the day that Moshe Rabbeinu ascended as day one. And as such, according to their calculations, what was day 40 was in fact day number 39. So they built a golden calf on day 39. Which means, just understand what's happening over here. And yet, Chesh gives Moshe in the completed Torah, the completed Luchos, the tablets, when? On day 40. So the Rebbe says, understand what this means. This means that as Klal Yisrael was building the calf, Moshe Rabbeinu was on Har Sinai, receiving the Torah from the Ribbon Shalom. Now the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was present and receiving the Torah makes perfect sense, because Moshe Rabbeinu had no idea what was happening down below. In fact, remember again, the only time Moshe Rabbeinu understands the enormity of what has occurred is when he's walking down the mountain and he sees the Jewish people celebrating around the golden calf. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu knew. The Ribbono Shal Olam knew. Difference, you understand what the Rebbe is saying? 
the Ribono Shel Olam knew on day 39 that they had built the calf. He knew it. The Ribono Shalom saw everything that was happening. He saw the immorality. He saw the breakdown of barriers. He saw everything on day 39. And yet still that entire time, what is he doing? He's teaching Moshe Rabbeinu Torah as if nothing occurred. It's only, it's only after HaKadosh Baruch Hu has finished giving Moshe the Torah, Moshe Rabbeinu has the Luchos, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, Leich Reid, you go, you go. But that was the next day. The whole day 39, HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows what's happening, the Rebbe says, yet the Ribbono Shel Olam didn't act. He continued learning with Moshe, continued conveying to Moshe, continued inspiring Moshe, continued Kiviachol to write the Luchos. And the Rebbe says, so what's the message? What's the message? The message that Kaddish Baruch Hu was trying to teach us is that even in moments of tremendous failure and even in moments of tremendous setback, you keep going, you keep moving. You see, says the Rebbe, the Ribbono Shal Olam is modeling for us through his own behavior. He's modeling for us how to deal with adversity. So often we hit bumps in life or so often we slam into walls in life and we stop. And we stop and we just kind of like lay there on our back, down and out, trying to catch our breath. I'm like, I'm done, I'm done. And we become totally paralyzed. And you understand after a little bit of time that life paralysis doesn't get you anywhere. Life paralysis just leaves you lying in place. Life paralysis just leaves you immobilized in a state of pain and difficulty. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is showing us that even in moments of dramatic adversity, even in moments of setback, even in moments of failure, keep going, keep moving. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I know what's going on down there. I know what's happening on day 39. I got it. I see it. I'm HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm everywhere all the time. So I'm here with you, Moshe, and I'm down there with them at the Eagle, and I know exactly what's happening. But, but, Moshe, let me model for you a lesson. Even when it feels like the world is crumbling, and even when it feels like life is falling apart, and even when you've encountered adversity like you've never encountered before, you know, there was no sin like the sin of the golden calf. You know, when we think about our ancestors' sojourn in the desert, we have the Chita Egel, the sin of the golden calf, and the Chita Maraglin, the sin of the spies. And the Gemara tells us that every single calamity that happens to Klal Yisrael is somehow tethered, somehow rooted in the sin of the golden calf. Chazal compare it to a couple getting married and the wife being unfaithful to her husband under the chuppah. Adultery is always terrible, but who could have possibly imagined in that moment when the relationship is supposed to be solidified and concretized and there's a relationship trespass? Har Sinai was the chuppah. Har Sinai was the chuppah, the beginning of the nuptials between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and Klal Yisrael, and we betrayed him. We betrayed him. HaKadosh Baruch Hu knows that betrayal. He sees the betrayal. He feels the betrayal as it's occurring. And what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? What does HaKadosh Baruch Hu do? He keeps moving forward. He keeps, ah, you'll say, oh, but that's HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's Moshe. No. HaKadosh Baruch Hu is modeling for us what we need to do in times of adversity as well. We pull, we, we plow forward. We pull through. We keep moving. You don't stop for anything, no matter what happens, no matter what is falling apart, no matter how overwhelming the circumstances may be, at the end of the day, you keep moving forward. Now, it doesn't mean that when you keep moving forward, everything is gonna work out just as it should, because remember, although Moshe Rabbeinu goes down with the Luchos, he breaks them, and ultimately has to go back up a second time. 
But it's not really about <clears throat> what happened at the end of the story. It's really about what was happening during those overwhelming moments. When we get overwhelmed in life, it's almost a reflexive reaction is to stop and remain paralyzed. But in fact, Chesh Baruch Hu models for us that just the opposite is true. In times of difficulty, push forward. Times of difficulty, try harder. And you could plug this in to almost like every area of life. Could be I'm in a state in life where I'm having difficulty in my interpersonal relationships, maybe in my marriage, maybe with my kids, maybe with my friends, whatever it may be. And sometimes the problems seem so overwhelming that it's almost as if I shut down. And the Baruch Hu models for us, don't do that. There's a problem in the marriage, work harder. There's a problem in communication with the kids, work harder, push through it. Now again, just because you work harder or you keep pushing doesn't mean that the problem is going to resolve. There are some problems that can't get fixed. And there are some relationships that ultimately, again, are beyond salvation or beyond repair. But as a model for life, as an approach to adversity, you keep moving through. How many of us get into a rut in our ruchnios, in our spirituality? It happens to all of us, right? Through all of our peaks, all of our valleys. The only variable is how high is your peak and how low is your valley and how much is the distance between your peaks and valleys. But we all have it. But sometimes we get into such a rut, like we can't get out. We can't get out. And I feel like, you know what? This is where I am. This is what it is. And Chalish Baruch Hu models for us know when you get into a rut, keep moving. Figure out a way through. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I know, Kiviyachal, what it's like to feel your world crumbling around you. Can you imagine how the Ribbono Shalola must have felt on day 39? Where the nation that he saved, the nation that he took out, the nation that he sustained, now again can't hold it together for another couple of hours, for another day, just to see like, I don't know, maybe we made a mistake in accounting. Maybe, just maybe, just maybe. Can you imagine how Kosh Baruch Hu felt that feeling of betrayal? That feeling of sadness, it's not even anger, it becomes anger later on. But that feeling of just profound sadness, that feeling of being let down. And yet, what does Kosh Baruch Hu do? He continues his Chavrusa Shaft with Moshe Rabbeinu. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Don't stop, don't get derailed, don't be paralyzed. Keep moving it forward. And everyone, an important lesson for us during these overwhelming days, you know, every week that goes by, I, at least I think to myself, you know what? The war is going to end. The hostages are going to be returned. Klavi Salwa will be able to stop offering up constant carbonos on the altar, on the Mizbeach of Mesiras Nefesh, of self-sacrifice. But another week goes by and our hostages are still not home and our precious soldiers are still fighting battles and there are still levias and there are still sacrifices and there are still broken hearts. And sometimes, you know, I find sometimes like when you stop for too long and you really allow yourself to feel the pain of Klal Yisrael, you can become paralyzed. You can become totally immobilized. How could one nation suffer this much? How could these mishpachas be put through such nisyonas, through such trials and tribulations. Sometimes you think about it and you're like, you know what? I can't do it. I can't do it. And come Parshas Kisisa, and the Bosham almost like takes our hand in his, and he says, I know what it's like to suffer loss. And I know what it's like to go through periods of sadness. And I know what it's like to feel when your entire world comes crumbling down all around you.
Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I know what it feels like. And I also models for you how to deal with it. On my day 39, Kaddish Baruch Hu says, I pushed forward, I pushed through, I kept on doing, I kept on learning, I kept on working. Kaddish Baruch Hu says, follow that same plan. Follow that same model. And you too will find success, will find happy, will, will happiness, will find shlemus, and will find shalom. Our God, our HaKadosh Baruch Hu, our Father, doesn't just give us laws. He gives us all of the strategies we need to be successful in life. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu has the ability to power through adversity, that means He endowed and imbued us with that same Koach as well. May Hashem to find it and to utilize it and Emirates Hashem navigate our way through our personal and national difficulties. Wishing everyone a good Nerev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.